Subway feeling Another better? Subway's filling it up, dude. Yeah, Subway's <laughs> feeling better. <laughs> Su- Subway's to- Subway's toasting it up, man. You know how we go. You know how we roll. We, you know how we roll in the uh, in, in us Ortizes. Uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Us Ortizes. That we we're pretty resilient folk. Yeah, uh, that's right. <laughs> you got to sneeze. Bless you. Sneeze. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. I got nah, not not gonna happen tonight, Jordan. Not on this. Not on this episode. That's for sure. <laughs> no sickness allowed. Yeah, I think this is actually. I do feel like a hundred percent. Like last episode was not feeling a hundred percent. I think mm. you could hear it in my voice, but this time I feel better. A hundred percent better, actually. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling like I'm feeling like ninety six percent good. Um, still a little stuffy, but you know it's December. That's just the way it's gonna be for the next like four months. That's just the way so. it is. I, I would give myself a good ninety nine. My eyes have been a little itchy, but if I don't touch them, I won't notice. So, <laughs> hey, I mean one percent. What are you? That's the shit. I, I feel like I'm always at not. I, I like. When are you ever at a, a strict one hundred? I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, Nick, tell us what, is, what it's like, Nick. What is I was gonna like? say, good. you know, I'm at a hundred. At least, at least, I could be 110 uh, once I once I finish uh-huh. these uh, when I f- once I finish these sliders. But you know who isn't 100 percent, 110 percent? The two people who the two people who died from drinking the Panera bread charged lemonades. Did oh, y'all hear about this oh, shit? Oh fuck! No, no. Oh Man. my! So okay, so I don't know if y'all heard, but Panera Bread uh, is putting out a charged lemonade, and it's not just any fucking lemonade, apparently. So charged lemonade is just as caffeinated. Uh, it caffeinated by a hundred. So apparently, it's like <laughs> the equivalent. Uh, where is it? Ba-ba-bam. Okay, so they have in um. A 20-ounce serving, there is 260 milligrams of caffeine. Uh, In a 30-ounce serving, there's 390 milligrams of caffeine. Is that a lot? Well... It's equivalent. Oh yeah, fuck that's yeah. like that's that's like a really high caliber energy drink. Yes. Like, yeah, that's a lot of caffeine. Oh yeah, it, uh, where is it? Um, so apparently it's like the equivalent of like two Monster Energy drinks and thirty-two fucking uh, tablespoons of uh, sugar. So it's like a fuck ton. Like it, it's oh. it's a lot. It's it's enough to kill people who have like heart murmurs and like heart defects. Got and it. like apparently these were like pretty young folk too. Uh, one was at the age of twenty-one, and she had oh, uh some like some abnormal heart rhythm. Yeah, so she got fucking done in by fucking Panera Bread. Two people actually, and Panera, Panera Bread <laughs> isn't taking responsibility at all. What? That's yeah, That's so crazy. A- apparently, it just says charged lemonade. It doesn't say that it's like extremely caffeinated. Um, but then there was another dude, Dennis Brown, who was 46. He had uh, an intellectual disability and high blood pressure, and that fucking and one of them bad boys killed him. Well, damn, Panera Bread has fallen from grace. It, Ye- it, it finally happened. Finally, fallen from grace. <laughs> even the squeakiest clean, like even what you think of as the squeakiest, cleaniest fast food place, has its demons. They're fucking killing people. Oh yeah, with charged lemonade. Yeah, and that's the thing too Damn. is is you could probably dupe me into getting a lemonade because I like lemonade naturally, but so does Nora. Nora fucking loves lemonade um, so much. Yeah, oh yeah, a lot, like for real. Um, but I I just had to chill out, dude. That should give you cavities. <laughs> yes, yes, it will give you cavities and yeah. bones uh, and teeth are luxury uh, luxury and, and uh, bones. 
So and it'll uh, and apparently it'll make your heart stop. Uh, <laughs> <and you're, laughs> yeah, it'll make your heart stop too. You're yeah, so ball your balls deep in your bread bowl, and then vamos, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> yep, just so, ch- just chowing on your fucking broccoli and cheese soup. So, um, has uh, has Panera been uh, charged? With anything? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, they haven't. They haven't taken any blame, and uh, from what it looks like, is they haven't uh, taken down the charged lemonade. Like it's still available to you. So, Devin, you and your seven cups of coffee. It sounds like one charged lemonade may do it for you. Uh, my doctor told me no more coffee, no more charged lemonades at Panera <laughs> Bread. <laughs> I've been drinking three a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been mainlining that shit in the parking lot. I, it sounds like you have to. It sounds like you're like legitimately freebasing fucking caffeine at a certain point. But uh, Bell Nation, if you've had it, <laughs> I hope you're alive and I hope you're still subscribed. Um, yeah. But um, fucking charged lemonade, dude. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. First um, off, is it yeah. even good? It's Panera Bread, so it's probably really sour. You know what I mean? Because like all, all of Panera Bread shit is like homemade, not homemade, but like. Um, uh, what's the word ethically sourced and like their meat is like USDA like really good beef. Oh, I don't so know. They're they're dweebs. Yeah. <laughs> but even if oh, it does, oh, they're but, even, <laughs> e- e- but even but even if uh, even if their food does kill you by some chance, <laughs> Panera Bread's just Panera Bread's just gonna say not my fault, not our fault. Oh yeah, <laughs> not my pro- not my problem. Do I look dead? Uh, no, didn't think so. Okay. <laughs> Do should've I had uh, should have had your uh, should have had your apple. An apple day keeps the doctor away, not death. All right. Uh, but welcome to the Cheesy Gordita Bunch podcast. I am your host, Nick Ortiz, and with me as always, my co-host, DJ S to the Ubway, Subway. Mm. What's, I just gave myself a kiss. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, 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 uh, what's up, Bell Nation? Welcome to the official uh, Taco Bell podcast of Boycotting Taco Bell. Hell yeah. And then, of course, the breadcrumbs on this baked mac and cheese. Stop it. Jordan Cravens Krennic. Thank you, thank you. It's it's uh, it's good to be here, and um, I'm excited for this show. I um, I love uh, I love what we're going to talk about today. I love the 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 uh, the what's the the dish we're going to dive into Ooh. Yeah, and dull indulge first. Mm. You know, yeah, indulge. Yeah. I like to go. This feed, is like this is first, a, this is a, one of the most indulgent dishes you can dive into. <laughs> it's it's one of my favorites. Some you would know, say it's, that it's. it's Decadent. Mm, the most decadent. The most decadent. So mm. we're going to be talking about macaroni and cheese. Yes, we'll be yeah. talking about macaroni and cheese. And actually today, we're going to be more talking about the components of mac and cheese. The mac and cheese. Mm. All right? And mm. yeah. their long history. Believe it or not, mac and cheese has a very, very long history. And it has a really rich history in America, which is something we'll get into part two. Yeah, so we we really want to like keep this episode pretty nice, pretty easy. Um, but pretty uh, cheesy. Oh yeah, extremely cheesy. Actually, I, uh, I think it's funny that it has a very rich history, but uh, 
not because of white people. <laughs> <laughs> in, in America, and they're the no. rich ones. You know, they're yes. the rich ones. Um, but uh, before we dive on into that, we do have a new story. Live from the Cheesy Gordita Bunch newsroom in Austin, Texas, this is Talk Over the Town with your hosts, Jordan, Nick, and Devin. The headline says, I can afford the small. Taco Bell worker says customer got offended when he recommended a $1 minimum, uh, medium drink during the happy hour. Come so, on. I know, I know. Come on. So basically, this lady was in line, and uh, uh, she wanted a small, she ordered a small Baja Blast. Which is how much? It's like $1.30 or something? Yeah, it's like $1.30. And during happy hour, the medium is just a dollar. Yeah. And so the guy says, well, why don't you get a medium for a dollar? Is that the actual quote? Yes. Okay, okay. And she says, I can afford a small. (laughs) <laughs> wow you know the nerve of that guy to assume <laughs> that um that you know she didn't know what she was like that that was that that's a pretty egregious insult um towards a customer i think yeah i, I think it kind of reminds me of that time where uh the am i the asshole where the guy was like oh i'm ordering um these two things separately because they're cheaper they're cheaper separately yeah and usually like a taco bell employee will be like hey well this is cheaper if you bundle it all together if you get a meal yeah. and um like i like these recommendations are you, you know kidding I mean? me like, this guy save me money please this guy is yeah. is is a real man of genius <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. This guy is is the man. We. I mean, assuming it, is it a guy? Yeah, it was a dude. Oh, it was a dude. It okay. Yeah. Dude. The, the worker. Caleb. Right? He's uh he's on TikTok. That's how. That's how the. What's that's his how this uh, full uh, name and address? Uh, his name is Caleb <laughs> Leahy. He lives in two two three one uh Elms Road. Yeah. In, Ooh, uh, nice. Nebraska. Yeah, bumfuck Nebraska. Yeah, that's so. I mean, this this is these are the kind of heroes that make <laughs> Taco Bell um what it is. Yeah, these not the, all heroes yeah. wear capes. Sometimes they wear aprons. Yes, and Taco Bell hats. Yes, you know. <laughs> and yeah. so and so you know this 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 guy right here. Like I I just want to give him a round of applause. And, you know, in, in all seriousness, like if you've ever worked in customer service, right, this is this is just like we've all had that experience. Right? Oh, if absolutely. You've ever worked in fast food. You it, it's just no matter what era, no matter what time the world is in, there's always going to be um, the uh, there always is going to be people like that uh, who, who just are, are, are out for out for the blood of, yeah, of, yeah. of fast food workers. So I'm really glad that this is. Catching some headlines, and uh, really glad that this is uh, kind, well, of, kind of coming into the. the this main, is uh, from Daily Dot. All right, <laughs> so uh, this isn't exactly <laughs> the get, most. That's where I get all. That's where I get all my news. <laughs> <laughs> well, it says uh, just for some background. Apparently, he says anytime someone gets a small during happy hour. We have to recommend them the medium one dollar. Oh, dude, he's just doing his job. I'm just doing my job. Come on, dude. Come, come on, come yeah. on. Listen, this guy deserves. This guy deserves some praise. He does. I would say, he sir. Does. Sometimes, you know, it's hard. To, it's hard to find good work mm. these days. Mm. It's it hard is. to find people that will take instruction, apply it, and be great. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 here we are. And here we are. And this guy, he's getting he's getting shamed publicly. He's getting shamed for he's trying getting, to save someone money and and give them more for less. Give them more for less. Yeah, that's man, what a good way to put that. Caleb, you're my hero. <laughs> Caleb. 
We salute you. We salute you. Just like, yeah. And just like in time for like, and just trying to spread a little holiday uh, cheer, you know. Some merriment. And yeah, a little, little merity. Get a little Bing Crosby on your Ding Crosby <laughs> for the holidays. <laughs> get a little Bing on your Ding. Um, and 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 what was this woman's what was her what was her name Karen what uh, <laughs> just I don't kidding <laughs> I have no idea but uh, but yeah but Bell Nation uh, we we covered some other news stories last episode talking about the lawsuit that is currently happening at a uh, a uh, Taco Bell in L A so as as more information develops again we will keep you well informed and uh, the way you should be well informed uh, the way you can. St- Keep up to date with us is mm-hmm. by following us on social media. Yeah, cheese gordita bunch at on IG, on X, on Facebook. Um, follow us uh, to stay up to date, and of course, follow Tall Boys. Uh, new song came out December first. Uh, Fly in the soup of love, Tall Boys. Uh, you'll find it in the link uh, in the description of the episode. Appreciate that shout out. Thanks, guys. Yeah, of course. Uh, or thanks, Nick. George George is pretty funny. <laughs> Yes, yes, no, no problem. Um, but uh, so for yeah. Today, by the way, yeah, I I would never, never shout out just just for <laughs> yeah. it, on principle. <laughs> yeah. I would never. But uh, for today, uh, we used. I like the short ladies, you know. So instead of tall boys, <laughs> like short course, ladies. Yeah. Of course, of uh, course. Me, me too. As a feminist, me too. <laughs> but uh, resources for today's topic, we use Rizzers. I think that's how it is. Would you say Brazzers? <laughs> Rizzers Pork and Produce dot com <laughs> and the Food We Know dot com, as well as the Smithsonian dot uh, com, the Smithsonian's website. But uh, as we had mentioned up top today, we are talking about a holiday staple, something that is uh, that is as diverse as America itself. Yeah. Today we Iconic. are talking about macaroni and cheese. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so as I was telling you, we are going to be breaking down the individual components and their history today, and then we will get into the roots uh, uh, that macro that macaroni has in uh, in America in the next episode, talking about it's uh, it being a holiday staple. Do we think? Can I just take a shot Please? at this real quick before yeah. we? I think um, there's a chance that <clears throat> um, Nick might cover the fact that this is a this is an Italian dish. Okay. This is this has Italian roots. Look at the word, macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're not wrong. Yeah, this this is an Italian word, so we got to give some shouts to the uh, Italians at some point here. Maybe this is their shout. But let's get let's get into the history before saying. we start shouting out let's Italians. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> they, these guys, you know, they've never done anything. Uh, wrong shout out to Christopher Columbus. Uh, we, <laughs> we see you, my boy. <laughs> Yeah, Italian dish. I'm just saying they're they, they're big on their cheese too. So anyway, let's keep it pushing. I just wanted to take a swing <laughs> so, at that. From its creation to today, macaroni and cheese has taken many forms. And until 1796, macaroni and cheese been has been pretty much just pasta, any pasta at that, and any cheese. Yeah, macaroni. Yes. Yeah. Now let's discuss the history of pasta. Now, though it is largely seen as an Italian creation, <laughs> pasta noodles actually has its origins in Palestine. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The Talmud, uh, which was written in the 5th century, contains the teachings and opinions of rabbis on many topics. And it actually refers to a boiled pasta um, called Yitrim. Yitram. I'm so sorry if I'm butchering that. Yeah, whoever uh, knows the word. Yeah, Uh. but it was common in Palestine. It could be Itrium. Itrium, Itrium, maybe possibly. 
maybe, but it was basically a boiled pasta. Now, when the Arab conquest happened in Sicily uh, during the 7th, 8th, and 9th century, uh, Arabs from Libya actually brought pasta, spinach, eggplant, and sugarcane to the Mediterranean basin. Interesting. Yeah, so without black folks, uh, Italy wouldn't have pasta, wouldn't have spinach, or eggplants. Yeah, so your eggplant parms would be non-existent. Give it up for the Italians. Give it up for... Okay. <laughs> so first of all, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to come for Christopher Columbus. You're going to take Christopher Columbus away. And now you're going to take away fucking macaroni? <laughs> Dude. <clears throat> That's great. So macaroni is uh, a pasta that basically came from well, the Well, this is just Arab the history nations. of pasta. Because yeah. macaroni, and as we'll, actually we'll get into what macaroni means. Okay. But... This type of pasta um, came to Italy from Palestine, from Libya, from, you know, Africa, basically. Now, by the 12th century, the Italians learned to dry and preserve pasta. Today, macaroni is the type of pasta, you know, is, is the actual type of pasta. Whenever you say, hey, let's make some macaroni art, you get the little elbow shaped macaroni noodles. But the word actually derives from a Sicilian term for kneading dough forcefully. Because back in the day, mm. kneading pasta was an all-day event. Mm. Like it was a very, a very long, arduous process. And I was reading some um, documents saying that sometimes it would like get so uh, like um, uh, hard to do that people would do it with their feet. <laughs> okay, so I was so hey, I was really. Uh, hey, to- hey I, Tony, I, what do you got? Tony, what you got planned for today? I'm uh, just gonna go down and I'm gonna make dinner all day. I, I, uh, I'm gonna make dinner like, all I needed, day. Uh, <laughs> I needed a uh, I needed some dough forcefully, so I went out there with my gun and I held the guy up and I was like, "Give me your dough." <laughs> I needed dough. <laughs> I thought about I thought about a needing dough when like that. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, now in the 13th century, God, all day there was a cookbook called Liber de Conquia. And I know I'm butchering that. And I'm butchering it on purpose. <laughs> and now, this was authored by a French chef and an Italian chef. And they published a recipe called De Lasanis? 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 I don't know. Which one of y'all got this? De, de Lasanis, maybe? There you go. There you de, go. De That's how it said. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it said. <laughs> there is the definitive pronunciation. And uh, many food historians point that as being like the very first like mac and cheese recipe. And honestly, it just sounds like fucking lasagna. Okay. Yeah. So the oh. recipe calls for two sheets of two inch. Excuse me. It calls for sheets of two inch pasta squares tossed in grated cheese like Parmesan. And uh, basically, it's just like layer it up, layer it up and baked. Yeah. So it, it mm. sounds like a fucking lasagna because yeah. it doesn't talk about. I don't know. It's just not traditional, uh, not the traditional mac and cheese that we're like oh. maybe used to. Oh, I seeing. got that one. That one's lasagna. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, no. I got that one. That oh. one I know. Good. Jordan, Thanks. you should be uh, Jordan. You should be a tour guide in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, over the course of uh, a couple centuries, the pasta and the cheese dish traveled from Italy to France to England. And it basically stayed as like this lasagna-like dish until the 17th century. And uh, not the, the risk of sounding a little dumb here, all right? I was like very confused on what time period was the 17th century. And for, <laughs> and for the people who are a lot like me, the 1700s. 
No, it's sixteen hundred. No, it's the sixteen hundred. <laughs> really? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm, I, I'm not kidding you. I am not kidding you. I said at the risk of sounding dumb, and I look even dumber. Hey, this and is you on, said, let me explain you, to you. And you man. said the. Let me explain and you to you. said the. Oh, go ahead. Let me explain to you. Okay, please, please. What year was the first century? When I did it? I don't fucking know. The, the first century was from zero to one hundred. Oh, really? That it's the first like century. (laughs) 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 Him saying, "Oh, really?" Like that. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, like really. Zero year zero to year one hundred. That was the first hundred years. Obviously, BC, right? Let's just say BC. No shit. I guess century is a (laughs) hundred. Jordan, Jordan, Italian tour guide slash history teacher. (laughs) More like mathematician. (laughs) But but zero. Okay. Year zero is the first century. It's in the first century. You go down. So so the second century was what? Don't ask me. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Don't ask me. It was right 101 here. to to one ninety to, to two hundred. That's what they say. But so the I, don't, se- I don't know. <laughs> so the second century doesn't have a two in front of it. It has a one in front of it. Just like the third century has a two in front of it, because the first century. Doesn't have a, a third digit in front of it. See, you're confident enough <clears throat> to sound right, so I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. Know that. I do believe you. Uh, listen, listen. Let me just say it one more time. The first century is zero to one hundred. Second you know what's century is one hundred to two hundred. I was just this about is, to spit some knowledge is, that was very, very wrong. <laughs> All right. This so, is some of the most riveting podcasting we've <laughs> ever done. Ever. You guys arguing about not what arguing, centuries? Learning. <laughs> learning. Yeah. Learning. All right, so I'm the, learning. This is why we're currently in the 21st century. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. We're in the 21st century. That's why 1900s was the 20th century. Refer to my last century. <laughs> That's what they say. All um, right, all right. So, we'll, okay, we'll talk about Bell it later. Nation. Bell Nation. This is even more proof. Do not cite us. All right. <laughs> do do not use us <laughs> as a reference for yeah. anything other than trivial shit. Okay. But uh, before we talk about how pasta and we, how mac and cheese, <laughs> what were you saying? We might know we we might know a lot about fast food, but we're 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 still a little fuzzy about what century it is. <laughs> <laughs> the math is still out. Yeah, the math is still out. But before we get into how mac and cheese made its way into you know everyday pantries. We got to talk about <laughs> cheese itself. I love cheese. Yeah, cheese is great. Cheese. I'm still loving it, you do. <laughs> <laughs> now, you said at the risk of sounding stupid, I looked it up. <laughs> whatever you and said. then I sounded stupid. Uh, all right, I'm done, I swear. Let's get the show. So cheese making actually began 10,000 years ago. <laughs> I just... <laughs> It's ten centuries. I don't know. That's is that? <laughs> I'm I'm unsure. I'm unsure. Um, but it, it happened ten thousand years ago, and there's no conclusive as evidence. <laughs> that also says a thousand, by the way. No, that doesn't. It's missing a zero. <laughs> Look where the comma was. Look where the comma was. All right. Bro, okay. The comma said ten thousand. All right. All right. I'm sorry. That was my last one, Nick. Please, we have time crunch. All right. Yes, we do. But. Um, so there's no conclusive evidence indicating that uh, where like cheese actually originated from, but 
like many things, its origin is in survival. A surprise. Yeah. So oftentimes farmers or like community members would uh, take their very, very fucking perishable milk. Oh, that shit lasts like 45 minutes, dude. Oh, it's dude. With no refrigerator, no AC. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, they would transform it into the, the less perishable cheese yeah now instead of 45 minutes you get like 45 hours there you go <laughs> now yeah. cheese makers were uh not always successful you know because again uh cheese was also vulnerable to like rotting to yeah. mold to maggots and um cheese can be made from many different types of milk all right you got cow milk you got buffalo milk you got goat milk and sheep and i'll tell you <laughs> goat cheese Fucking amazing. Oh, man, oh, dude. Oh, I yeah. fucking oh, yeah. love, love, love goat cheese. Give me a little blueberry goat cheese, a little oh. cranberry oh. goat cheese. Oh. Spread it. Put it with my charcuterie spread. <laughs> oh, I am God. fucking in there, bro. Give it to me. A little, little vino. Don't fuck with little wine. blue cheese, though. You like blue oh, cheese? I don't. What? Fuck no. Not oh, at oh, all. I thought you were saying you like blue I'm cheese. I'm American. Awful. All right? blue yeah, cheese that is, is god awful. Devin, you, you like blue cheese, don't you? I like a little bit of blue cheese. I'm not like I'm not gonna bite like a. I'm not gonna eat it like a. You know, but I I, I like a little blue cheese. You're like, not gonna take glo- sure like a little globs I, I to the sure face. Like, <laughs> I for sure like a little blue cheese dressing. Let's just say that a little blue cheese dressing on a wing. Oh, fucking big time. Way to ruin a wing, right? <laughs> Egg, with, yeah. some, with some blue cheese dressing. Seriously. Like, yeah, but uh, the earliest evidence of cheese making is in the archaeological record that dates back to. 5500 BCE and it's found it was actually found in Poland and the way they they determined that this was like a cheese making strainer is by the uh, milk fat molecules they were actually able to pull from this strainer which is insane wow yeah yeah so that's like the first evidence and they found cheese in uh, like cheese I guess hieroglyphics I don't know. They found them in murals in tombs in Egypt. Mm, tomb murals, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that date back to 1200 BCE or 32,000, 3200. Excuse me, years before. Today. This they've been stacking cheese wow, forever. That's crazy. <laughs> stacking people, people, just people. Like, it's I'm in, just it's like in our DNA just to, to stack cheese, bro. No wonder. Yeah, it's time to some go. Of those, I'm like, about to go some of those right Egyptian now. hieroglyphics are really like are really amazing. And really, but like also like very symbolic and hard to read. And so I'm curious as to like what they saw that made them think it was cheese. Like, I don't know. Um, that's like the Rosetta but, Stone, right? Like the Rosetta Stone was able to like help are you, them. Are you kidding me? It's obvious. They had a, they had one of their sporting events and there was a guy with a cheese wheel on his head. Dude, obviously is a fucking. Oh, they they yeah, had a Packers yeah. fan, dude, duh, obviously. Duh. That's right. Yeah, that's duh. Right. Yeah, it was a fucking Packers fan, dude. But <laughs> now we can move on to like a cheese more relevant to mac and cheese, which is cheddar cheese. Really, I feel like Parmesan would be in the best, but but really, I don't know. What? I don't know if cheddar is is cheddar uh, really the. I guess. Yes. I guess like Bro, cheddar yes. is the. Is, yeah, it, it, yeah this makes sense. Because it's like the orange ass mac and cheese, right? Okay, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Yes. I'm sorry. Listen, it's listen, the Bell definitive Nation. cheese in mac and cheese. Bell Nation. The image I've had of mac and cheese this whole time is like that whiter colored. Mac and cheese, you know, then you got multi, you got different cheeses in there. A lot of cheese is really more pale. It's not that bold. It's not that golden kind of color. But anyway, I say this to say, listen, Bell Nation, this, I have he to. He must be eating his white side of his family. <laughs> uh, I have to preface, cheese. I have to preface that, uh, that, that I, I don't cook whatsoever almost. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I really don't know the difference between, 
You know, cheddar and gouda. You know, I just know that uh, when places, I eat some mac and cheese, it's usually pretty gouda. Both cheese is so, named so, after places. Yeah. So, do, so do you guys like? So, for me, I'm like a straight up like the chat. The mac and cheese that's my all time favorite is just the straight cheddar, like straight cheddar, real classic mac and cheese. I don't really, I don't really like a whole lot of stinky, weird cheeses in mac and cheese. I like to keep it pretty simple. I, like, I'm with you too. I don't know about you. Guys. I, I, I like a simple mac. I do like a simple mac. I think the most extravagant I'll get is like maybe a brisket mac and cheese or okay. uh, you know like some a pulled pork mac and cheese that's like the most like extravagant I'll get. Okay. But even even but that that's like Monterey or yeah, you know, I was like, like it's cheddar, not that orange. You know what I mean? I was gonna say Monterey's not that orange though. No Monterey, it? no, uh, no. But yeah. I mean Colby, it, Colby Jack Monterey can can be. It's old. a little mix yeah. there, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, so see, so for me, it's 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 when people start throwing in the like you said it like when people start throwing in the Gouda and the Havarti and the Provolone like some of the stinkier cheeses. I get that's when mac and cheese loses me. Like mac and cheese has got to be like really from a cheese perspective, really simple for me to enjoy. If it's got brisket in it or green chili or whatever, like you might get at a barbecue place. Absolutely. But if we're just talking strict cheese um, for me, cheddar is like the is like what I Same. always think of as, I, as the I, mac and cheese. I got a little take on this and I just want to steal the floor for a second. Say it. So I think that like mac and cheese is really interesting. It, it has it has the grandest range of almost all foods, in my opinion, there's very many. There's a, there's obviously a ton of things that can fit what I'm about to say, but I think mac and cheese just stands out so much amongst all other foods. When mm. when I say this, mac and cheese has the widest range. There is mac and cheese that we have all had that tastes like water, almost just completely yeah, like, yeah. fucking flavorless. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know what I mean? And just absolutely ass cheese. Like, it's just ass mac and cheese, right? Mm-hmm. And then I've had mac and cheese that I would literally eat off the fucking floor. <laughs> it was so good, dude. You know what I mean? And like, Absolutely, I, yeah. And mac and cheese is so like that. The best mac and cheese I think I've ever had. I had on my birthday this year. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, it was, it was the day... It was like two days after my birthday. Or the day after my birthday. But it was like, yeah, it was like two days after my birthday. I was in Panama. I was in a rooftop place and had this. It was like a fucking $20 fucking mac and cheese. It's too expensive, but I had it. It was delicious. And when I tell you that was the best mac and cheese I ever had, I, I mean it. It was so deep and rich and flavorful and, excuse me, and buttery. And I just like, it was, it had layers of flavor. Mm. And it was like, you know, when cheese starts to get that like buttery kind of experience you guys know yeah. what i'm oh, talking yeah. about oh yeah 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 oh yeah, my yeah. oh my god dude it was just like it was just absolute perfection and you know what I, you know when when it's really good is when it has a little bit of oil right in there in 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 the spoonfuls and around it on the surface level like there's a little bit of something in there yeah it's i a see little i usually see that when i get like lobster mac I okay okay like okay like yeah. Oil in that. yeah 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 i feel that and so it was just like the most fucking decadent mac and cheese i've ever had dude i can't wait to go back one day and try it again but um but but see that 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 I don't know if there was any cheddar in that, right? I don't think there Fair was. Enough. So so I I'm gonna I say all that to say that I think that those like when you mix in multiple cheeses and you're getting some kind of you know maybe like a a, a three cheese blend. Yeah, you know yeah, <laughs> you know something yeah. like that. <laughs> I, you know I will say I I, I think that um, that convenience and consumerism has ruined mac and cheese. Okay, I think go that on. it's allowed too many people to just like 
throw some bullshit in a pan, put it, throw some breadcrumbs on top of it, and put it in the oven. Yeah. Like, I've seen too many, far too many TikTok videos <laughs> of people scooping out mac and cheese, like Chef Boyardee mac and cheese. Honestly, one of the most disgusting mac and cheeses okay, that yeah. you can get, scraping it into a bowl and then putting breadcrumbs on that shit. Like, it just doesn't work for me. And I think that mac and cheese is one of those meals, like tacos, where it can be really easy. And when it's done right, it's really fucking good. Dude, yeah. So, yeah. so what do you feel about like what do you feel about like craft macaroni and cheese? I love it. Yeah, I feel now, about, like, boxed. I, yeah, I I like it. I grew up on it. <laughs> I will happily eat it. I like mac that and cheese, cheese and hot dogs. Ooh. Mac and cheese is fantastic. I love, I love it. But, but the stuff that really gets me going, the stuff that like the artisan I'm like, stuff. Oh yeah, it's yeah. yeah. I, I love, I love Kraft mac and cheese. I probably eat Kraft I eat mac the box and cheese. shit. I don't care. I'm with it. Oh yeah, I'll eat maybe because yeah. Nora likes it a lot. Uh, she's like really great at fucking making Kraft mac and cheese too. Like there is a science to it. Oh no, you There's gotta have an absolute a, science. Yeah, because you can make it's it timing. easy wrong. It's so, timing. Yeah, and and yeah. I I knew someone in the last couple of years that used to, they they would they were from uh, like the southwest part of our country uh-huh. and they were doing a, a green chili mac and cheese Ooh, yes. and it, yeah, that shit, oh yeah. man yeah and it, it was fucking absolutely banging dude and like they made it a bunch i had it a bunch loved it enjoyed it would would love to have more and uh and that that was coming from the box that was that yeah. was box mac and cheese so i had i got no problem with the box stuff but the I, artisan I, stuff really gets me i really so gets my I dick had hard a, you know? uh, like maybe two thanksgivings ago um one of my brother-in-law um his his like his like aunt brought some mac and cheese and it was the foulest shit <laughs> I had ever put in my mouth. My God, it was like absolutely gross. And like everyone was like, you know, when you get bad mac and cheese at the family family gathering, everyone's like, yo, who brought the mac? Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> like who, yeah. who brought this shit? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that, and and my it was very hard because she was like going around, she's like, you like that mac and cheese, <laughs> don't you? And we're like, no, we were all yeah. duped, all right? Because we thought, you the, know, when you get mac and cheese at a family gathering. That's supposed to be some high quality. That's shit. supposed to be the shit, cause cause everybody knows you gotta get the mac and cheese right. It's a it's and a labor fuck, of love. Yeah, it's a labor of love. We're man. counting on that person. We're counting on that so, person. And believe it or not, believe it or not, we were let down. <laughs> yeah, I failed. Did anybody so, have the heart so to tell her? So you're saying were you were you yes. saying that it was too like that it was too boring? It was like too. It was like it, too. It was like um, macaroni noodles, like the grooved the the you know the grooved kind I'm talking about the macaroni right, yep. noodles, um, and it was like almost like a mix between sprinkled cheese and like nacho cheese. Yeah. Oh, See, whoa! That sounds that sounds fucking amazing. See, what? That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is I fall. I think I fall a little bit differently from where you guys are. <laughs> I don't like a super extravagant uh, mac and cheese. I don't like I don't like a lot of weird stink. I don't like my mac and cheese to smell like a foot, right? When I eat it, I like I like it you, to have. You like it when it smells like, like a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I couldn't hear that. I couldn't hear that sound. Ooh, it was a big but giant fart. A, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> super <laughs> super so, wet fart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, one thing I will say that I do fucking love on some mac and cheese: some truffle. Some shaved truffle, a little bit of truffle on there. I don't like things that smell like feet, but I like truffle. <laughs> oh, it's like literally signature feet smell y'all, right there. I don't, y'all yeah, think tr- y'all think truffle smell like feet? It's tr- too rich for my blood. Truffle, I, I don't like. I don't really fuck with truffle. Tr- truffle is like is almost like for a lot of people like an acquired thing, which makes yeah. it, which means basically it's nasty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, truffle, I, I usually avoid truffle. Um, I, they, Taco Bell had a truffle thing earlier this year. Yeah. It was it was okay. 
<laughs> major <laughs> major on the okay. Yeah. 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 Going hard on the okay. Would I get it again? Probably not. Okay, interesting. But yeah. um, let let's talk about let's talk about cheese itself. All right. So the word cheddar. I found this out. All right. Cheddar refers to many things. All right. It's a noun and a verb. You can cheddar something. Mm. It's for uh, BC before cheese. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> now cheddar is a noun, so it, it's because it's named after a uh, a town in England in the southwest part of England called Cheddar. All right, so that's where, <laughs> it, that's where it gets its namesake from. Apparently, there's a bunch of caves in there that's, like, perfect for the cheddar to, like, age in. And it's also a verb because the act of cheddaring is piling slabs of curd on top of each other to uh, to a long-lasting – to make, like, a long-lasting cheese. Interesting. Yeah, so that's what that's what refers to, like, cheddaring something. This is this is really cool because uh, this might be the only thing England's ever created food wise that's uh, of value. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were just talking about this. <clears throat> yeah, we were. Um, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even go to England for a good cheddaring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't, even do it. wouldn't even do it. However, uh, it's not like champagne. You know how champagne's only champagne if it comes from the Champagne region of France. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, pretty much anything could be called cheddar cheese because um, it doesn't it doesn't have to be from cheddar in order for it to be like proper cheddar cheese, quote unquote. These guys didn't, they didn't get their they didn't get their uh, their patents in quickly <laughs> enough. You know, nope, no, they did not. <laughs> now, cheddar cheese is well suited uh, because it can be mass produced. It's easy to make. It's easy to store and it travels really well. Now, the first recorded cheese uh, from cheddar England dates back to the 12th century. Historically, cheeses were named for uh, from like their place of origin rather than the method uh, of which it was made until the 19th century. Uh, huh. That's when the U.S., Canada, and like some when? other uh, 19th century. I don't ask me the time. Oh, period, oh okay. I don't ask right. me the years. I just wanted to. Cl- I was trying to yeah, get um, some clarification. Everything right. will now be in this <laughs> in, the, in in terms of centuries. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it, it that uh, once the U.S. started like mass producing it, um, it become like a- absolutely popular. So that's why it was like naturally paired with mac and cheese. Not only because you know of uh, of like how easy it was to make during like wartime America, uh, but of course when the Great Depression hit in the 1930s, it was also really easy to store. It had a long shelf life, all that good shit. So it was. It became popular within the, uh, the the 150 years, past 150 years. Now it's believed that the English are the reason it, uh, cheddar cheese and cheddar cheese was added to mac and cheese. And in 1796, uh, that was when the 1769. First this is a disclaimer to anybody listening to this episode. There, <laughs> this is riddled with the false information, <laughs> fake news. And a uh, and a uh, yes, late okay, misunderstandings fuck. about centuries. <laughs> all right, my bad. So in 1769, all right, that was when the first modern recipe of mac and cheese uh, had emerged from Elizabeth Radfolds. How, how do you spell? How do you pronounce that? Radfolds. 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 The experienced English housekeeper. Yeah, seven, yes, seventeen. So what we did here was we took a smidgen of macaroni <laughs> and we put in a little bit of cheese, <laughs> and then we lost the Revolutionary War to the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say they were losing. They were losing the. Uh, you know, those colonies across the pond there. They're like, well, yeah. at least we got mac and yeah. cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and then guess what? And then we took that bitch too. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. 
Now, it is called a modern recipe because unlike any other recipe before it, the chef had to make a bechamel sauce to mix with the macaroni and cheese. What's a bechamel sauce? It's what makes it creamy. It's like, uh, it's mm. like, uh, what is it? Flour and like milk, and it's oh. like sauced down into like a little brown sauce, oh. and then you toss it on in there, and it helps melt the cheese and oh. it makes a cohesive dish. It's fucking bomb. Yeah, if yeah, you've man. eaten, you? if you've eaten that, like the mac and cheese you're probably talking about. Yeah. Was probably made with like a bechamel sauce. Yeah. That's cool. I I, I um uh, just a just I got I have to give a disclaimer to Bell Nation guys. I don't cook. Yeah. So <laughs> thank yeah. you. Jordan knows a lot of Jordan knows a lot about the centuries. Not a whole lot about bechamel sauce. <laughs> we're learning or or anything re- re- involving the kitchen. So 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 Jordan. Sorry. Do you do you do take out every meal? No. Um. I. Uh, there's a couple things I do. Um, I skip a lot of meals. Uh, first off, that's um, crazy. Yeah, I skip. I meals. wake up hungry. Oh, dude, I woke up this morning like six fifteen, starving. Mm-hmm. Literally woke me up, and I was like, I'm not getting up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, I um, I, I I get help. I get help. Jordan mostly. Jordan mostly uh, 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 consists of a uh, day consists of a diet of water, <laughs> uh, Cheerios. And then once a year on his birthday, he'll go out and get himself a really fancy bowl of magazines. <laughs> <laughs> I eat, I do eat a lot of cereal. Uh, that is a staple I would say of, Cheerios the, of the was not. A, I would have said like uh, Fruity Pebbles or Captain Crunch. Yeah, or, Captain Crunch. And I, there's this Tres Leches uh, oh, cereal GB. that's dude, yeah, it's so yeah. fucking good. So I, I just to answer Devin's question, I'll say two quick things. There's the six C's. There's there's chips, candy, cookies, cake. Cereal and Cajun food. That's that's uh, that's my diet. Holy and shit. Then, <laughs> yeah, that's the six. I thought, I thought you were making that up on the spot, but that actually uh, was uh, pretty impressive. Thanks. Yeah, um, that's that's the six C's. Ask David about it. And uh, and then um, I said candy, right? I got yeah, you did. Yeah, you so did. candy. And then and then uh, David. Speaking of David, David was like, "Dude, Jordan, it's really amazing. Like, you are good at like e- everything that you do. Like, it's it's really incredible. It's just I'm just." You just bragging about yourself no, now. No, this is what David said. Yeah. This is what David, and he says, and he says, it's it's just really incredible how like feeding yourself isn't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. that's yeah. probably the only thing I'm good at. But um, <laughs> but yeah. So the bechamel sauce is mixed with the macaroni, sprinkled with some parmesan, and then baked until bubbly and golden. Great. Um, but really, that's where we're gonna leave it off because I'll tell you yeah. the next and after this, um, old Tommy Jefferson. Goes on out to uh, France with uh, with his brother-in-law, uh, who is an enslaved person. Oh. Yes, yeah. So we're going to go ahead and dive into that and how um, mac and cheese became a staple in the U.S. So I'm very excited to talk about I, it. I, yeah, this has, been, uh, this has been enriching. Ooh. Yeah. And um, flavorful of an episode. I've learned a lot. I, I do have one last question for you. I do hope you, you've learned um, at least centuries, but uh, <laughs> hopefully other things. Okay, thank you. Um, I, the last question I have. Please. Do y'all preferred the powder mac and cheese cheese or the one that comes out in paste? Uh, We're talking about craft. Uh, I'll, Ooh, go for, I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the difference. <laughs> um, I don't make it. Yeah, <laughs> I just eat it. I've never, okay. I've never, I've never had it. Um, I don't know. Devin, you go. <laughs> That's crazy, Jordan. I, I can't believe you've never in your life, I mean, props to you, never <laughs> getting to a point where you've had to make mac and cheese at your uh, by yourself. Hold on. Ma- this mac and cheese ain't some poor people food, okay? Like, Dude, Devin. Devin. hearty meals. Devin, my, they, for some fucking reason, my family made me make the turkey over Thanksgiving, okay? 
morons. Okay, morons. <laughs> that turkey literally slammed on my kitchen floor <laughs> in the process of making it. It literally ended up on the floor. That is not a joke. Oh. It is a hilarious story for another time. But it ended up on the floor, dude. My had it, I had my it, little brother. I seasoned it. I did everything. I had the little bag. Okay. There's a longer story. I'll show you. This is genuinely the short version. I told my little brother, he's 15. I said, hold this, and I made him like do it with his hold the bag open with with his index and his thumb on, with both hands, and I had the turkey by its legs, and I went to drop it in, and when I let go of it. That bitch shot through the back end of that bag like it had no fucking intentions on stopping whatsoever and slapped the ground. I said, oh, my God, the turkey's on the ground. That's hilarious. That's that's uh, that's hilarious and crazy. I mean, my dad it, was like, "Dude, what the fuck?" He was it, like, "You're not supposed to fucking dunk it, dude." That's so. So we've not your fault, and not your fault at all. Like your family <laughs> of all people should have been like, "Oh, Jordan, Jordan doesn't really cook. Let's leave him with the most and the <laughs> most complicated <laughs> and most complicated Morris. thing to cook on Thanksgiving Morris. by far." Yeah. I picked so. that bitch up. Put it right in the oven. That's hilarious. <laughs> hey, yeah, I get it. I, I make the ham for Thanksgiving. And it's so easy. I just throw a ham in there and just let it warm up. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah. So but um, um, so me personally, I uh, I oh wait, Devin, did you answer what you like? No, oh, I didn't answer. Oh, I we've been just, we've was... been calling it Turkey Dunk 2023, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, which Hashtag is... Turkey Dunk. 2023. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Devin, I, I like them both, but personally, I like the fucking slime, dude. I like the the goo, the Velveeta gooey cheese <laughs> uh, that comes pre goo. <laughs> um, and you just fucking slide it in there, and the worst part though is when it. you open up the bag and get the little pre-cum goo out. You know what I mean? It's like watery, <laughs> and it's like. Mm. How's it sound, Devin? Yeah. Do it again. <laughs> you guys are fucking like nasty. That. And then I like to cut a like I like to cut the like the littlest hole in the bag and just like fucking. Uh, <laughs> <straight> <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> hey, I mean, Devin, on, honestly, fun to be honestly, on, like, Devin, if you put a pillow under the bag, it'll it'll really. You'll get everything you want out of that. that <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll I say personally. <laughs> that's what I do. All right, I, I do like the powdered uh, because it, like Nor that's what that's what Nor makes. I think Kraft comes as powdered, and Velveeta comes with the little packet, and uh, and yeah, I personally prefer 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 Kraft. The powder. Yeah. Cool. Here, yeah. It's here's good. here's what you got to do, just a little hack, before we go, if you're gonna do the powder, invest in some heavy whipping cream. Instead of milk, use heavy whipping cream or half and half, and that shit comes to life. Ooh, okay, good so. to know. Good to know. Well, yeah. Bell yeah. Nation, let yeah. us know your recipes, your mac and cheese. Yeah, recipes, what's the secret? Okay? What's the secret sauce that you got going? You know. Yeah, and I, I also want to say, Bell Nation, I appreciate all the really kind people that have reached out about last episode, just us talking about the boycott and us standing up with those folks in Palestine. So I appreciate the kind words. Um, please continue to follow us. We got part two coming out in two weeks. Uh, it's going to be just as fun, if not more fun, if not more fun. We, I mean, honestly, everything we do is up and up. So. Yes. And, and with that yeah. being said, uh, we will see little dill, uh, in next episode as well. And, uh, maybe we leave off with a Christmas carol. Maybe, maybe let's see. Ooh. You'll have to, you'll have to come back and see. Yeah. You'll have to come back and see bell nation. You'll have to come back and see, but I will tell you, 
I heard Jingle Bell Rocks the other day, and uh, dude, no, please, please listen. We've talked about this four years in a row now. No, I'm just saying, like it reminded me of the Christmas Carol uh, that that uh, Subway had written. Okay. Um, right. but uh, right. Bell Nation, thank you so much for listening. Um, Bessels, love you. Uh, stay Baja blessed. Holla. Uh, what's up? This is your. Bo- oh shit! Are we ending? That was it. That was it. That was it, Devin. You, you don't get to. Bye, Devin. Devin you like. This is your boy Subway hanging out under the mistletoe, uh, <laughs> saying uh, this is your future pope, uh, once future president of Bell Nation, but not anymore. Taking my ring out of that hat, um, or taking my hat out of that ring. Shit. Yeah. Um, Devin, Devin's trying to be try Israeli president. Is yeah, that's what he's trying yeah, to do. He's trying to be uh, president of Israel. Yeah, that was never me, by the way. That was always Nick and George. Uh, just listen to the other, listen to the other episodes. Um, but anyway, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll see you next week on this mac and cheesiest of uh, episodes. Holla. This show is made possible thanks to listeners like you. For more great Cheesy Gordita Network content, follow us on social media or go to cheesygorditanetwork.com to stay up to date. Thank you for your support, and stay Baja blessed.